This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Hello beautiful, welcome to Your Time to Shine, all things self-love, the show that brings you real conversations around self-love. My name is Celine from My Dawning Light and I am here to show you how you can love yourself right now no matter what's going on in your life and spoiler alert, it's so much easier than you think. Okay, you ready? Let's get right to it. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. I am Celine and I am so excited to get to spend the next 20-25 minutes with you. So thank you so much for taking the time to to be with me today. I really appreciate your presence and your input. And I really want to thank you if you're listening to this for the first time and you're like, oh, I'm not too sure about this. <laughs> or if you're, you know, tuning in, you know, week after week and listening to all the new episodes, I really appreciate you as well. And I'm I'm really happy that you're benefiting from, from this podcast. So thank you so much for, for being here with me. So I have quite an exciting topic for us for today. I've been thinking about it for a few days and I think this is what I want to talk about, but we'll see where we go. Um, to today. But before we get into our topic, I would like to share a snippet of a Theta Healing session that I had with a client the other day. Um, So this client came to me because she had a pain in her foot. (laughs) And um, it's quite unusual for me to work on physical issues. I normally work on the emotional stuff, I mean, straight away. So the clients that come to me, come to me because they know that they struggle in their mind and their mental health and they want to stop fighting against their, um, themselves so often. Um, so it was quite unusual for me to, to work on something physical uh, with the tools of Theta Healing. But anyway, so we, we did it. <laughs> and um, so we worked, you know, when you do a Theta Healing session on a physical issue, you don't necessarily come and say, you know, heal, I mean, pain, go away now. You know, I was actually raised as an evangelical Christian as a child. And I remember, you know, going to church and, you know, seeing people falling down on the floor, um, you know, during, during the worship whatever you call it so during the songs and or or people coming to the front and you know a pastor laying their hands on them and the person just falling or crying because their pain and their suffering had been taken away and um so um my point is i i don't do that during the healing i don't know i was quite a traumatic experience for me actually as a child and i thought that it was quite a lot of drama associated with the healing process and i thought i know there's something that makes me a little uncomfortable anyway so when you work on a physical issue with the tools of Theta Healing, you don't say, you know, pain go away and see if it works or if it doesn't, more often than not, it probably won't because you haven't worked with the belief systems and the emotions associated and the energy associated with the pain. You know, Theta Healing assumes that everything that's going on in your body, um, you know, there is a reason for it. There's a belief system that's upholding that pain, that suffering, that discomfort in your body. And therefore, if you work on the belief system, then you have, you know, you have an angle, um, another angle of attack, if you like, to work on that um, diseases or discomfort or disorder, right? Does that make sense? So it's not exactly a woo-woo way of, you know, addressing a physical issue. I just want to, to put it out there. <laughs> but I know that, you know, it's, it's just something that we say, right? You know, can Theta Healing save me? Can it, can it help me? Can it, you know, cure me of cancer? Well, that's not really the right question to ask. And I know that, you know, that's not what you want to hear. And, you know, I've had my own physical issues in the past. And, 
Um, and I've definitely looked for holistic solutions um, to be the miracle solution, right? I've looked, you know, I've looked into, you know, creams and, um, you know, if you've, you know, listened to the podcast a lot, you've, you know, that I, I, I used to struggle with a lot of acne, you know, and it was not just like that, that little pimple during the period time, right? <laughs> it was just pepperoni pizza sort of style. And, and I, I know that I, I definitely you know, went to a lot of healers, I actually cleaned out my inbox um, over the Christmas period. And it was really interesting. I had like 5,000 emails that I wanted to get rid of. And so I went through, um, you know, all of my emails all the way to 2015, which is when I created my email address. And it was so interesting for me to see who I, you know, like the, the emails that I was receiving at the time and who I had subscribed to at the time, you know, all the healers and all the stuff I had been interested at the time. And I thought, you know, like I, I really have been looking for solutions and I had been, lo- I, I really looked for solutions and um, I didn't necessarily find them in those, you know, holistic uh, therapies and, you know, spiritual stuff. So my point is that you know, theta healing is not necessarily a miracle cure for everything, but it's a way to address your physical issue from a different perspective. And it's so interesting. Anyway, so let's go back to the theta healing session that I did with my client. So pain in the foot, um, you know, unknown uh, cause, we didn't know what we were heading into. And so we started, to, we started to dive into the belief systems and the emotions associated with the pain in the foot. And guess what we found? <laughs> we found a core of self-hatred of course we did and you know for me it's always so interesting to see that um yeah the suffering that we are experiencing is often due to a lack of self-love and you know in this way it's not necessarily about you taking the time to have a bubble bath like that's not that's not really what this podcast is about and if you've listened to me for a while if you if you've listened to me if you've been in my world for a while you'll know that this is not exact this is something that i say often you know self-love is not a bubble bath that's not the solution bubble bath is not a solution self-love is the ability to look at that pain in the foot that's really causing you a lot of issues and you can't walk properly and you've been a lot of pain and you've had to you know sleep with your foot elevated and you're like I don't know what's going on I haven't done any wrong movements I don't know I haven't changed my diet I don't know what's going on I haven't bumped my foot into anything and yet it still fucking hurts oops I swore again um it's it's really about understanding and having the courage to look at yourself and you know I think it, it does take courage to look at self-hatred <laughs> it does take courage to look at the pain in your foot and realize that this is something that has happened because of something that you have felt inside of yourself and it's quite um it's quite a beautiful process as well i think that a lot of people are scared of what they're going to discover and i understand i've been there but you know the freedom that comes um when you acknowledge these things it's just it's just priceless you know so you know, if you've been afraid to look at your own stuff, well, don't be, it's okay. You know, we all have our own stuff. And, you know, I think that's, I mean, from a very practical perspective, you know, it's okay if you don't want to deal with it today, you'll have to deal with it anyway at some point. You know, if it's not in this life, it's going to be in the next life or the next, 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 next life, right? But you'll have to deal with it in that, at some point. So you might as well deal with it now. That's my philosophy in life anyway. <laughs> I'm a very practical person. So, so we found that core of self-hatred and, and I remember the moment when we, my client and I both realized, oh, that's, that's self-hatred and it felt like a really dark cloud, like a very dark, heavy sort of feeling, like it felt, it felt heavy, I don't have a better way of expressing it. 
And I remember when we discovered this with my client and we were, we both like had this big out breath and we were like, ah, <laughs> that is the answer. So this is what we have to work on. We are no longer working on the pain on the foot, in the foot. We're working on that core of self-hatred. You know, why do you hate yourself? You know, how is it serving you? What are you getting out of hating yourself? And all of these beautiful questions that always give us very juicy answers. So I wanted to invite you to have a fresh look at yourself and, and really have a think about you know, the reasons why you might be hating yourself. I know that um, you know, there's, always more, there's always something else for you to have a look at and there's always a deeper way or there's always, I'm, I'm not too sure how to say this in English, but you, know, you can always dive deeper into self-love. You know, I feel like I'm perhaps an expert on self-love. I don't know if, if that means anything, but I know a lot about self-love because of what I have experienced and what I've helped my clients to achieve as well in their own lives. But you know, I don't know everything about it and I know that there's always more ways for me to love myself and I still struggle with those thoughts of self-doubt and you know, putting myself down and so on. It just happens that it's less strong than it used to be and when it happens I can de detect it straight away and I can say oh this is happening again <laughs> for goodness sake <laughs> Celine you know let's just change this straight away instead of diving into that self-doubt and going down that rabbit hole of self-hatred 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 until you feel like you can't go anywhere else because you know if you've been um, getting your mind used to um, hating yourself to self you know if you if your mind is used to self-hatred it's really difficult for you to understand that there's a different way of doing things right and obviously the tools of theta healing really help us with that help us to reset the mind and and give us another chance without having to struggle so much but um you know it's difficult to realize that there's a different way of doing things and and i find that it's so true with you know can you like do you see sometimes how people live their lives and you're like oh my god this is just what that person does you know she's always you know sleeping with the wrong guys or she always you know overeats or eats too much sugar when she's feeling stressed or whatever you know like we rec we recognize the issues that other people around us have right and we know that this is the way that they live that they live their lives and i was just thinking you know recently that this is just it's all just a big bloody illusion, right? It's just, you know, I have a friend who just gets so, 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 so angry when she's stressed. And, you know, she just sort of gets hangry, but in so many different ways. And it's really difficult to deal with her <laughs> when she's like that. And it's just, it's just the way she is, right? And I just thought like, you know, what if we could see our illusions or belief systems, you know, the way that we live our lives for, the, for what it is, you know, which is just like, oh, this is what you do, but you can easily change it instead of having to suffer through it for 70 years of <laughs> your whole life. Anyway, it's just a thought that I've been having, you know, what if we could realize that, you know, everything that we do is just an illusion and it's just that, it's just an illusion, it's nothing big, it's nothing heavy, it's nothing, you know, that's going to take a whole lot of effort to change, it's just, it's just a bloody big illusion, that's, that's all it is, you guys. Anyway, so that's not actually the, the topic that I wanted to talk about uh, today with you. So because we're stepping into the new year, I thought we could talk about, have a, we could have a really honest conversation around manifesting. So manifesting is a bit of a tricky subject for me. I'll be completely honest with you. I've, I've learned a lot about manifesting. I have studied manifesting myself for a long time. And to be honest, you know, the more I studied manifesting, the more confused I got around the whole thing, around the whole concept. And, you know, like I learned about 
you know, belief systems around money and abundance and, you know, all of that stuff that we, you know, listen to on a day-to-day basis when we try to improve our, um, yeah, when we try to improve our lives, basically. And, and I just, I just got so confused and I learned from all sorts of different teachers and I took all sorts of courses and I have done a whole lot of work on myself and, you know, nobody can tell me that I've been lazy with this stuff because I was really, you know, dedicated to it for a whole, a, a very long time. And so, anyway, so, you know, the concept of manifesting as, as, as it is taught in the spiritual community and the holistic community is, you know, you want something and, you know, you get it, right? That's the basic principle of it. You know, you want something and you get it. You know, you think about it in your mind and then somehow it just comes into your reality, right? And I think the problem with manifesting is that we've all heard those miracle stories of like, oh yeah, you know, I really wanted this really fancy car and I didn't know how I was going to be able to afford it. And then something miraculous happens, you know, you get inheritance money or you know somebody gives you a refund for something that you I don't know for a refund that you asked for years and years and years ago or something that you completely forgot about or you found this you know um I don't know money in this account that you used to have when you were 17 or whatever you know and we've all heard those miracle stories of things that have come to pass in a very miraculous way um I do there's a part of my mind that really does tend to wonder about um, the veracity of those of those stories, you know, and how, like, I think that it's easy for us to, you know, hide a part of the story or to not tell the, the complete, the whole truth, you know, or to, to not be completely honest about those manifesting stories. And, and I think that there is definitely some form of ethical issue there. And I'm, I'm not saying that miracles are not possible. I'm just saying that Manifest- manifestation teachers don't necessarily tell you the whole truth you know when they say you know I make six, six figures in my business every month and I work five hours yeah but they don't tell you you know the five ten twenty years of really hard dedicated um, work that they did you know for those five ten years where they didn't see any results at all where they didn't see any likes on Facebook or Instagram whatsoever when nobody were watching their live videos when nobody were buying their programs right so you know, yes, they work five hours a week or 10 hours a week or whatever now, and they make a lot of money, but that's because of all the hard work they put in at the beginning, right? So anyway, I just wanted to, to, yeah, bring in the energy of caution when we listen to those miraculous stories around manifesting. And my point is that, you know, I've done a lot of learning about this and I ended up being so confused because you know you listen to one thing from one manifestation teacher and you do one exercise and you feel really good about it but then you listen to somebody else and they tell you the whole complete opposite and you just end up being so confused and then you know of course you know you might just bring in those desires forward in your heart and you might be like but nothing came to pass for me so what am I doing wrong and that's I think that's where I really um I really struggled I think that's where I really struggled because you hear those miraculous stories and you're like okay so all I have to do then is to hold a desire close to my heart is to think about something that I want and just let it go right let it go into the ethers or let it go into the spiritual realm or whatever you know those those words that don't really mean anything and um, and I'll just you know let it let it go (laughs) and see what happens and more often than not you know those desires didn't come to pass for me or I didn't see anything happening and I just remembered you know feeling so disappointed again and again because I had done enough work because blah 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 
And so I was constantly looking for something within myself to fix. And I know that it's a system that I have inside of myself. There's a problem and I look for a solution. So if my mind desires entertainment, then I continue to look for problems so that I can continue to look for solutions because that's a fulfilling process, right? If you find a problem and you find a solution for it, you feel good about yourself, right? That's that's the whole reason why we get into self-development, right? Because that process of changing is so addictive. <laughs> you know, very honestly speaking, it's addictive, right? We don't necessarily, I mean, we might do it because, you know, we don't want our children to struggle with this and, you know, we want to be free from our burdens and our shackles and whatever, but also because it feels so bloody good to, you know, um, like there's this, you know, feeling of, of, um, you know, serotonin, right? You have that, you know, spike of serotonin when you finally get rid of something that you've been struggling with for years. And I, I, I do think, I really do think that people get addicted to that feeling of like, oh, I'm free from this now. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that, you know, at some point, you know, you can stop doing this work and you can just start to live your life and be happy and not be so hard on yourself and not tell yourself that you're going to have to do a third healing session on yourself today. Otherwise, you know, you're procrastinating and you're self-sabotaging. That's not necessarily true. You know, you're doing this work because you can, not because you have to. And I, I do think that um, many of us have stepped into this work for the right reasons, but continue to do this work for the wrong reasons. And that's definitely what happened to me when I was diving into manifesting. And, um, yeah, I was just looking for problems and I was, I think, you know, I was so, I was just so disappointed all the time. And then, you know, um, a part of my mind remembered that there was a time when everything I wanted always came to pass for me. And I was not spiritual at the time. I was actually, um, you know, I was, I was, uh, you know, deeply immersed in Christianity at the time. And I was, you know, doing the missionary thing around the world. And, and I was reading my Bible for an hour a day and everything. And, and I, and I could remember very clearly that whatever I wanted, it just happened. There was no doubt about it. And here I was feeling so confused about all of my limiting beliefs around money and abundance and what I'm allowed, allowing myself and worthiness and blah, 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 and receiving, oh, receiving, you know, that big bloody topic around, around receiving, it's just so annoying. Anyway, and I was driving myself mad. I was driving myself mad. So actually, I would like for you to think about all the ways in which you're driving yourself mad at the moment. You know, are you like maybe you just you know discovered the podcast and you're like i'm gonna have to listen to all of the episodes now and you're just you know like really putting a lot of pressure on yourself and you know that it's not exactly right when you feel a lot of pressure or when you feel bad if you don't do something or if you don't do it the way i say you should do it so for example if i give you an exercise during a course that you're taking with me or during a podcast you know if you're listening to a podcast episode i often give you you know journaling prompts or reflection prompts for you to think about and what if you don't do them you know do you feel bad about yourself you know do you feel that oh you haven't done what you're supposed to do and you're procrastinating and you're self-sabotaging yes maybe you are and that's you know really down to you to have that honest look at with yourself to you know look at yourself honestly but also what if you're not what if you're just like oh yeah it's just not something that I that I that I gotta do right now you know like it's really about you having that um that deep long heart look at yourself you know and just knowing the truth about yourself does that make sense so what I mean by that is that you know you could take an action because you feel that you have to and therefore it would be the wrong action to take 
okay so um, you know you might do all of the exercises that I always tell you to do when you're like you, know, you might do them you know really thorough thoroughly and consistently and efficiently and you feel really good about yourself but then you miss one day ah that's the good stuff why do you feel bad about yourself why do you feel that shame and that guilt ah <laughs> or you might be like oh yeah you know she said to do that and I could see the benefits of it but I can't really be bothered right now I'm so busy anyway I'm a single mom <laughs> I'm a parent I have all these responsibilities I have to do my tax return and yeah I know I should meditate but I'm so stressed right now I don't have the time <laughs> you know that's where you have to say oh well maybe I'm stressed because I'm not meditating every day <laughs> maybe I should get over myself and do the thing right so or maybe you've been like oh yeah I, I know I need to work with Celine but <laughs> I don't have the money I don't have the time I don't know if she's right for me you know like she said this one thing that I didn't like this one time so maybe that's a sign from the heavens <laughs> So it's all, you know, like, you know, if there's something that like, have you ever experienced this? You know, like, um, I was just thinking the other day about this relationship that I had a long time ago. So I was living in Dublin, Ireland, um, a few years ago, well, quite a few years ago now. And I met this guy and I was already in a relationship with Richard, who is now my husband. And so, you know, I wasn't looking for anything romantic. I already had enough to deal with at the time. And, um, and so I met this guy and he was really nice and he started to like, he was dressed in a really weird way in like a very like like you knew that he had you know money to spare let's put it this way a lot of money to spare and he was just telling me about his life and how all of his family had flown in from New York to somewhere in the UK or whatever for one day to celebrate that person's birthday and he was just telling me all of these like really crazy stories and I was like like this is really far away far like this is really far away from my own reality right and um anyway and so like we kind of just like went to the restaurant and just started to become friends but then there was this one time when he was like oh Celine you know I'm alone in my hotel room tonight would you like to come after work you know and I and I used to finish work at like 8 p.m at the time and I was really I was really tired to be honest I did not want to hang out with anybody after 8 p.m I just wanted to go home and it was like this one hour bus drive already like a bus ride already like I didn't want to do anything else but just go home and sleep and have a bit of chocolate or a cup of tea or whatever and um and I thought you're like oh yeah it would be nice maybe to do something a bit different and um anyway so I just told him that would I would let him know after after I had finished work and then when I finished work I said you know I, I, I'm not going to be able to come I feel tired I had a, I had a headache perhaps or something and I and I said no and guess what he really turned on me like he really was incredibly abusive like and that's where I realized that like there was a part of me that knew that I shouldn't go into a single guy's hotel room like there was something like maybe he, he nothing would have happened you know nobody will ever know but there was something that was warning me against doing this and you know perhaps I manifested that headache or that tiredness so that I wouldn't go but there was definitely something that warned me against doing this there was there was this feeling in your gut you know that tells you oh no this is not right for me right and and I'm going to suffer this guy you know abusing me verbally if that's what it takes but I'm not going to go to that guy's hotel room I mean it does sound really weird but I, I was kind of just making justifications for making it okay and like oh yeah yeah I can hang out with my friend in his hotel room not a, not a big deal right um at the same time I knew in my gut that it was there was something warning me right and 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 you know you probably have had that feeling before of like oh you know I need to 
you know, go home this way, even though that's not my usual way, because, you know, I had a client who did this once and, um, and he didn't go home. So I, we were doing a, a session in Hastings or somewhere and he had to go back to Napier to go, um, to go home. And he normally went on the expressway and, um, and he took a different way home. And then when he came home, he realized that, you know, there had been an, an accident on the expressway. So anyway, that, those are really cool things, right? Where you realize that, you know, your body is always telling you what you need to do and what you can't do, what's right for you and not, what's not right for you. And so I think that we complicate things. I, I got lost in what I was saying. I started to tell you too many stories. That's my problem. Uh, let me think. So let's perhaps go back to manifesting. So I was sharing with you how confused I felt and then how I remembered that you know, there was, there had been a time in my life where I knew nothing about spirituality. I knew nothing about belief systems. I was actually deeply unhappy within myself. And yet, everything I wanted came to pass. And I want you perhaps to take a moment to, to see what, to, to, to acknowledge the clutter in your mind from everybody that you're listening to. Maybe you're listening to a lot of podcasts. Maybe you're doing a lot of courses with a lot of different teachers and coaches and healers and whatever. Maybe you're going to a lot of retreats. Maybe you're reading a lot of books. Maybe you're doing a lot of journaling. Maybe you're following a whole lot of people on social media. And all of that stuff is cluttering your mind. All of that stuff that is taught by people who are not necessarily channeling the highest truth, but their truth, which is a difference, by the way, you know, and, and I'm not saying that I'm always sharing the highest truth and you should only listen to me, but I'm saying that, well, you know, what if you could just come back to your truth? And I think that that's really the work that I want you to, that I want to encourage you to do. What if you could just let go of everything that I'm telling you to do and all of the things that I'm saying that may not be true, that may not be correct, that may not be the right thing for you, that may, be, may not be the highest and best thing that you need to hear right now. But can you just go back to the truth of yourself? Can you go back to the simple truth within yourself? So the simple truth within myself is, um, well, if we're talking about manifesting, is that everything that I want always comes to pass. It's just a simple sort of truth that's, that is that is real within myself, if that makes sense. So there's no doubt in my life, in myself, in my mind, that everything that I, that I want is always coming my way, is always coming to pass. So I want you to think about, you know, back when your life was really simple, back when you were a child, back when you were, back when your mind was uncluttered, what was true for you? What was just simply true for you? You know, what, in, that, in that sense, what is your superpower? You know, what do you know for real um, as a soul? You know, what is, what is deeply true for you? And you don't even have to think about it, you know? So I want actually to leave you with that, Okay. I want to leave you with that and I want you to have a think about this over the, few, the next few days, of course, if you want to. And I want you to think about all the clutter in your mind and all of the stuff that's really clouding your judgment, if that makes sense. And I want you to let it all go, okay? And just come back to the simple truths within your heart, within your soul. The things, and you will know when you get to, the, to those truths, okay? So thank you so much for listening to this. I really appreciate your time and your energy. And I, yeah, just, I really appreciate spending this time with you. So thank you so much. And I'll speak to you very soon. Bye. All right, beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me this week on Your Time to Shine, all things self-love. Make sure to visit my gorgeous website, mydawninglight.com, M-Y-D-A-W-N-I-N-G-L-I-G-H-T.com, where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes or Spotify and all the main podcast platform thingies. So you never miss a show. 
And while you're at it, if you love what you heard in this show, do share it with a friend or with your cat, your dog. Give the show a rating on iTunes, whatever. Post about it in your Insta stories. And if you're ready to love yourself but have no idea where to start, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I'd love to have a chat with you. And be sure to tune in again in a couple of weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, I'm sending you so, so, so much love and I'll speak to you very, very soon. Bye. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.